again to all amazing sensitive minds and welcome to the eighth episode of the great sensitive mind podcast as promised i'm going to talk about the attachment theory today but before i start here are my few usual notes Firstly, I recommend to continue with my trailer episode 0, where you can learn about my podcast in general and then follow up with the rest of the episodes if you started with this episode as first. Secondly, when talking about highly sensitive people, I am taking a lot of information from books and websites about this trait, mostly written by Dr. Elaine Aron. But in this episode, I am taking a lot of information from other sources, which link I'm putting into the description of this episode. And the last one, when I say HSPs, I mean highly sensitive people. Today's episode structure is very simple. Firstly, as always, I will describe what the attachment theory actually is. After that, I will define each of the four attachment styles. And at the end, I will talk a little bit in general about how to handle these styles. All right, so for start, let's see what the attachment theory is. The attachment theory is, as the name suggests, a both psychological and evolutionary theory that is based on researching the link between a close relationship of a child and its caretaker and the close relationships gained in the adulthood. This theory claims that the link between the close, mostly emotional relationship that we gain in our childhood with our caretaker, aka in which way we attach to them is strong and this first close bond influences how we behave towards our partners or even close friends in our adulthood. I said caretakers even though in general we can say partners or as this theory says one is enough but if there is a missing parental bond we can talk about grandparents or close relatives in case they were the ones we as children created the first tight bond with this theory examines mainly the part of personal behavior and reactions in case of stressful situations simply said If we as children experience a stressful situation or sort of trauma, the way of how we as children seek the proximity and the level of security from our caretaker influences how we attach towards our partners and close people in the future. If a child in stressful situations finds enough attentiveness and security in its caretaker, In future, he or she feels more confident and secure in relationships. If there is not enough care or attentiveness from the caretaker, it can cause distress, anxiety and insecurity in the future of the child. Little bit of history. This theory was actually formulated in the second half of 20th century by John Bowlby. So again, we can see how psychology is still quite young in many topics concerning basic and common matters. There are four main styles of the attachment theory. The secure one, 
and three insecure anxious ambivalent fearful avoidant aka disorganized and dismissive avoidant each of them is of course characterized in different way and has different approaches how to deal with it and how to solve issues connected to it I personally recommend to take simple test which you can find in many sources online or in books about this theory which you can easily purchase or borrow from a library I am putting one link into this episode description another little note to say before I start with description of each as usual most of us will have a mixture of each style basically each style will take a certain percentage of our personality so it is not that we would be only having one of the style completely but in general it is best to focus and learn about the right approach to handle this type of attachment style in our relationship now let's look at each in more detail then the secure style of attachment this style is the only let's say positively protected style or as the name suggests actually secure style all the rest is insecure and less protected when having maturity of this style, people have a natural tendency to feel safe, to not be afraid to express their feelings and needs. They also feel safe to express their beliefs, their truth. They are more confident in themselves. They know about their boundaries and how to safely set them up and keep them. The same goes with the ability to regulate the inside emotions and feelings and knowledge of work with them accurately. They are very open towards communication and problem solving. They believe that there is no wrong with conflicts and are possible to solve. They also have a strong empathy towards people. And in general, they have a strong self-identity and are not afraid to show it. And how a secure style show in the relationship? Usually when both partners feel secure, the partnership seems ideal. They are literally like two halves of, of one unit. Their communication is not a problem as they have no issues with expressing their emotions, needs or desires. They also feel confident in themselves and what they need. They know that communication is crucial in solving problems and that conflicts are part of life and will come and go. They know that they are strong together and can go through rough times if needs be. They also respect each other's independence, their boundaries that they set up for each other. Basically, this style has developed in a child that had found enough security, love and help and attentiveness in their caretaker. Also, the caretaker gave them enough freedom to explore the world on their own. Generally speaking, this is the healthiest style of all the attachment styles and we should all try to find a way to reach a big proportion of it in our personality. The anxious ambivalent or anxious preoccupied attachment style. 
This is one of the three insecure attachment styles, which means that it is good to work on it and find an approach how to deal with it. The anxious ambivalent style is characterized by having fear of lose or disconnect a relationship. Thus, these people are very sensitive to being rejected or abandoned. Also, people with this attachment style don't like to be alone or out of relationship for a longer period of time. Anxious ambivalents also tend to have an emotional hunger to get permanently closer to their partner, thus they might seem clingy or needy. They also develop strong feelings quite easily and want to move to commitment very quickly in a relationship. So how is it with anxious ambivalent people in relationships? Well, these people are kind of hopeless romantics. They wish to find the one and feel that they have found it in each relationship. As they easily fall in love, they often say I love you or I want to spend the rest of the life with you on the first date. They try everything to stay in their relationship as they fear that their beloved would leave them. The anxious ambivalence also hate any connection that the partner has with their ex because they feel threatened by them. These people simply seek and want to find an emotional intimacy even if their partner is not ready to commit to it yet or doesn't want it at that situation. When they were little anxious ambivalent people often needed an approval from their caretakers and didn't believe in their worth too much. They asked for constant reassurance or response from their caretakers that everything is alright and that they are safe. Which left them with this constant need of closeness towards their partners and worry of being alone when adults. The dismissive avoidant attachment style. This is the second insecure attachment style. It is characterized by these behaviors. People with this missive avoidant attachment style have a fear to commit and lose their own space and time alone. They don't like being vulnerable and don't like criticism at all. When they feel hurt, they usually withdraw and rely on calming themselves down or allay themselves when hurt. They have difficulty with their emotions. They often repress or ignore them. In general, they find emotions as difficult to handle and not really believing that mutual emotional needs can be reached in a relationship. Sometimes their actions can be seen as bitter, hard or blunt. The dismissive avoidant people are in a relationship very difficult to open up emotionally to their partners. They find it intimidating to trust their partners with their vulnerable secrets and feeling weak if they get too close emotionally. They will rather stay cool and protective over their true inner selves. They seem like they don't want to commit. They are not seeking for proper relationships and even in them they always want to have their back door open in case they get hurt. If they do get hurt, they usually pull away very quickly. 
when speaking with their partners they're keeping distance and shallow acting when it's when it comes to deeper conversations can result to a harsh untactful or rude comment just to make sure that they won't expose themselves they know that they are their best partners when it comes to security and attentiveness they can rely only on themselves Unfortunately, this type of attachment style is a result of absent or almost absent caretaker in child's life. Their caretakers probably didn't have time or even interest in the child and uh, could give them couldn't give them enough support and security that they need which led the child to learn how to depend on themselves only and lack of trust in others. The last is the fearful avoidant or disorganized attachment style. This is also an insecure attachment style and is basically a mixture of the above two mentioned, dismissive avoidant and anxious ambivalent. Fearful avoidant people tend to have strong emotions, which are like a swing, anything from excitement to anger, which on the other hand gives the great empathy, kindness and understanding for others, but much less for themselves. Have difficulties with finding their boundaries, unless they feel threatened or angry. They don't believe in themselves and are often feeling guilty or at fault even though it's not necessarily true. Thus, they have a hard time to express their true inner feelings and needs as they feel to be vulnerable. They have a lot of wounds uh, of trust, uh, can be suspicious or feel that they are betrayed. They can spot many details and things in general around. They have passionate but often unstable relationships and fearful avoidant people also hesitate about their relationships in general, which can again swing from happy to bad moments. The fearful avoidant people act in a relationship very indecisively as they have patterns from both dismissive and anxious styles. At the same time, they are asking for a close commitment while they also push it away as they fear of exposing themselves too much. They both ask the people around for their approval, yet they have difficulty to trust them. Sometimes they are easy emotionally open and can speak about uh, the emotions or express their emotions, yet at other times they want to be reserved and don't want to reveal what is going on inside them at that moment. Therefore, to date a fearful avoidant person can be very difficult and confusing for many people, especially if they don't understand the person and what caused him or her to behave like that. In general, people with fearful avoidance style experience some kind of trauma in their childhood. Perhaps their caretaker abandoned them died, had problems with criminality, addiction, etc. Or simply they experienced trauma from receiving different responses from their surroundings. Thus, they cannot really choose what to believe and stay with. They are on a constant swing that can move 
to the other side unexpectedly without any specific reason. And how to handle these insecure attachment styles? Unfortunately, I'm no expert on this topic as I can only tell you here what I found and learned myself. In general, I recommend to find help from someone who can guide you and find together the best and tailored way to handle your particular case. Anyway, as you could see, there are some recurring features when describing each style. It is mostly concerning expressing emotions, self-belief or self-confidence, trust in uh, others, the level of dependency and personal boundaries. Therefore, the aim is to try to reach the first secure attachment style, which has balanced these features. A healthy self-confidence and self-dependency together with ability to express your emotions and trust your partner feel like the general goals for each insecure attachment style. Of course, how we reach them is very difficult and again, very subjective. Yet I recommend to start with working on yourself, finding time for proper conversations about your partnership with your partner and don't be afraid to ask for help or simply buy a book to learn more about this theory in general. And this is the end again. I hope you learned more inf important information or maybe found out the reason why you have certain traits in your relationship and maybe want to now look how to manage them better. And since it's nearly Christmas, my next episode will be about HSPs and holidays. Thank you for all your lovely feedbacks. And as usual, please follow me on my Instagram, the Great Sensitive Mind podcast, if you haven't done yet. I'm posting their updates. And of course, my email address, which you can find in the description, is always open for contact too. Thank you so much for listening and being here with me. Have a lovely day. Bye.